0: fact check fridays you already yeah. know what time I it think is you i know uh. I've been recording the <laughs> whole time Fact Check Fridays you already know what time it is Fact Check Podcast It's your man Frankie Grimes Your boy Fly Fonzarelli This shit is brought to you by the MDMA Lifestyle Wave and FCLG First Class Lifestyle Group We're now streaming on Spotify Apple Music Stitcher Radio Ad Podbean Podomatic iHeart Radio SoundCloud and wherever else your funky ass get your podcast If you want to scream at us shoot us an email to MDMA Lifestyle at gmail.com I think moving forward we're going to just start dropping these shits on Fridays I think right. fact check Fridays has a nice ring to it. It does. I mean, triple F. It's a lot of shit to talk about this week, though. Yes, so we're just going to get straight to the the uh, the main topic that's been on everybody's timelines, everybody feeds this week, and it would be the Megan the Stallion contract situation. <laughs> now, before we get into numbers and shit, before we fact check this shit, um, how do you feel about this whole?
1: Just from when it started to I, where it's at now i I guess understanding like the whole production company distribution, like having a joint venture with a big label thing works a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of like all right, you signed you signed to these people when you wasn't popping, or you might have been a little popping in your city. Mm-hmm. he had some money to throw at you from the jump mm-hmm. you took the money, signed the paperwork. And now you pop, and you got with a bigger manager. And it's I kind of I kind of I can't say I side with Carl because I don't know the whole, but it's like it sounds like yo you're trying to box him out now. Well, I think we have very similar views on this. You trying to box the little guy? He's not necessarily a little guy because he's got he's got money, but he don't got Rock Nation money. Yeah, I know exactly so, what you're
0: saying. This, this is my take on it. At first, the first because I think there's been rumblings about her label situation before but not to this extent it was never an issue up until monday like i remember when the rock nation thing first happened okay i'm gonna get they into said that, that. yeah <laughs> so someone said something really really funny i saw on twitter you're signed to two labels and you have a management deal right okay so she's on 1501 that's her first label which is distributed through 300 then she signed the distribution with three hundred. Now she and has you got management, Rock Nation and management. Rock Nation, so you, I mean, newsflash: you're getting fucked either way. That's a lot of
1: people eating before you you see anything. All right,
0: let's hit these. Let's fact check these numbers real quick, okay? And these are really the only ones I care about. There's all like Rory on Joe Joe Button podcast did a really good job of breaking that shit down, but these are the numbers I really care about. So, apparently, the shit with 1501 is a 40-60 split. Right. That is a very gracious split. For All somebody right? that's a nobody. For someone that's a when fucking... You're, when you're, that's not, your when you're nobody, they're giving you 40? Shit. Now, here's where shit gets a little weird. She has to pay for features, production costs, and engineer out of her
1: 40. But did she... But, did, but the thing is, that... Is that's crazy unless they gave her like a decent advance.
0: From what I heard the advance was fifteen thousand. But there's another really key point of this that I'm gonna say at the end of all this shit, all right. So production costs come out of her forty. The label gets fifty percent of her publishing, which is very gracious. Gracious as <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's that's nice. Thirty percent of her touring, I don't know much about those those are newer deals. Because this sounds like a 360. Yeah, hey, you, you got
1: caught up in a 360, a
0: 360. with an indie label. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> 30, 30% of the touring, 30 of the merchandising, and control of all merchandising rights, and a cut of what's called her passive income. And that's like sponsorships... Um, and endorsement deals, and that is exactly what a fucking you got 360 a three, you is. got a three sixty with a did with it with an indie you have label a fucking three sixty with a no a nothing indie label okay we won't I don't, there's a
1: deeper doctor like thing to that too but mm-hmm. that's that's all there's that's because there's a certain person also involved with the fifteen oh one situation is it Jay Prince yeah so it's like you he's like. What did what did they say about Puff? He's he's a paperwork bully. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, that contract I'm sure is tight. Like dealing with Jay Prince. Yeah. Like so
0: so, and that's another facet to this whole shit. The label is owned by uh, ex baseball player Carl Carl Crawford, right? One of the main players of the label is T. Ferris. Right, and I'm pretty sure you know who T. Ferris is. Houston I know legend. Who T. Ferris is fucking legend. <laughs> so fucking, but apparently there's a split somewhere between Carl and T. Ferris. Right, and T. Ferris is playing the fucking sidekick role, the person that's in the artist ear twenty four seven. Carl is just the it's money. Right, he's the bo- he's the. Here's my thing. You signed a 60-40-360. got a fifteen thousand advance with a small indie label and you have yet to put out your first album. That's my whole issue with this shit. I'm pretty sure that 15,000 advance was to go towards the cost of making of your album. first album which you still have yet to fucking
1: release. And to be honest with you, in this day and age, like me being me with I like the knowledge I have and everything, you give me 15,000, I can make an album. It's quickly. not even spend, and not even spend a whole fifteen. I could probably do it in five. Exactly.
0: Who says I need a fucking feature?
1: You know what I mean? And even if I'm buying beats, I'm not gonna spend a whole bunch of money. I'm you know, not gonna spend
0: I mean, we could break this down on a negative tip real quick. Let's say you, you find a producer, he wants a hundred a beat, you get ten beats. That's a stack.
1: You you record your own shit I buy right, I buy, right, I, buy I, I buy. The, I go buy some I go buy a UAD Apollo interface, a MacBook Pro, uh, like Shit. a Newman U87 mic, maybe. All right, so that's, <laughs> that's what, like another three racks? Three,
0: so we have four. And you still got one left over, and you ain't even dipping
1: to the 10. Like, it's fucking... I hilarious. live off the 10, because that's basically, that's how the advance goes. It's supposed to go towards you making your album, yeah. and you live off of that while you're making your album. And
0: another thing is... Um, Damn, what the fuck was I going to say? All right, so you haven't put out this album. That's another thing. They're saying um, out of their 60 that they've been getting, they're still withholding her 40. She's trying to say she hasn't gotten any money
1: since she started. But then there's the main thing of always, and it's kind of fucked up to say, like when you have a female artist, Mm -hmm. the money that you have to spend as a label to... Break Right. The money that you're spending to break a male artist and the money that you're spending to break a female is gonna be different. Just because so, the upkeep is different. Mm. You gotta make sure that hair is always done. You mm. gotta have you gotta have a whole what do they call it now? A glam squad with them that's or around them at thinking. any given time. Yeah, not to so,
0: not to cut you off, but if she ain't if she's lacking money or funds, how the fuck is she paying that team that's
1: around like her twenty four? You're keeping your hair done like I don't know if Kevin Kevin them at three hundred are putting it up or mm. Carl is putting that money up, but some more money you're gonna owe that, on the back. So that money's coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thing about it is, like, I heard the name. It's another one of them things. I heard her name before, like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't really hear any of the music. So, if at the end of the day, that money that Carl and them were putting behind you mm-hmm. helped your name come up a little bit, like if they helped with that aspect in any way whatsoever on to come up to get you where you are now mm-hmm. with is your issue, you haven't even dropped the album. Yo, I think the whole shit is a rollout. It it seems like it because your album came out. Like You put a whole project out today. Well, I'll go deeper with you. So the video comes
0: out, let's just call it Monday or Tuesday, right? Right. I don't know if people picked up on this. She was in New York
1: when that shit was recorded.
0: Right. Because I I
1: looked up last night and there was a Hot 97 interview. Uh, uh, Already.
0: This is the funny shit. Coincidentally, a Rolling Stone magazine comes out. You're on the cover of it. Okay? You did an interview in one week. No, in the past 3 days you've done interviews at Power 105, mm-hmm. Hot 97 and the Breakfast Club. That shit was planned in advance. You, right. don't, you don't you don't just do that like you already certain planned people this, can. this
1: album was coming out this Friday regardless. Either way with the it was coming out because you're doing interviews about Thank it. Thank you, yo. It's that like me, yo. it's a press run.
0: This shit is a fucking I saw when you
1: posted it last night I was like Right on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Even when Joe and Roy, and like when it was like, it was fucked up to say this sounds like a rollout. This is a fucking rollout. <laughs> it's a rollout. You have a different hairstyle.
0: You know what I'm saying? It just, I, I don't I don't like it. This
1: whole situation is really making me dislike her, you know? And it's like, I said, I really like, and if it's a rollout, I can't see Carl and like Jay Prince and them being behind that. Mm-mm. It seems like they are trying to play and them that out. that might
0: be where the issue is. And that's what
1: I don't like about it. It's like, you trying to play them two guys out. Like why even like Jay Prince is like a silent partner in that situation. Right. It's not like he has any control over what goes on over there. He's right. just.
0: But you know they'll play it, it like he's intimidated. and, and that's what
1: they, and that's what they tried to do. Like that's what the court paperwork he mm-hmm. like I saw like he posted his post yesterday morning.
0: So there is actual paperwork.
1: I guess, I guess because he said something I, about it. He was like in this. He's like in these court documents. You're, you're bringing up my name. Like yeah, I heard that on the Breakfast Club and anyway. like he went and his post, I was like, as soon as they brought his name up, she like. It's like yo, not, and I hate that. Like, like because at the end of the day, like he's well respected for one, and mm-hmm. it's like you've never heard anybody, any artist that's been signed to Jay Prince. Like, yeah, he's doing bad business with me. I don't think him and Jay have a good relationship. Though. I don't think they do either. I don't think they have any kind of relationship. They it, it, it can't be because it's like even with the Drake and Kanye thing, they said Jay Prince had to interject, mm-hmm. and it's like. Even like it wasn't it was the Kanye and or the Drake and, Pusha, Drake and but Push and yeah. even said like I didn't talk to him yeah. he talked to Ye. Yeah. he didn't talk to me Yeah. so it's like if that if there was any type of relationship with him and Jay during that situation like it, I'm sure he would have went to Jay went through Jay first to kind of because Push you and Jay
0: you said Push said. Prince talked to uh, Yeezy. He never talked to That's him. E- interesting, because I would think he would go to Stephen Victor. Right, he didn't. He went to Yay. Right. That's interesting. Why? Hmm. But. Because he, just... he probably knew them other niggas
1: wasn't going to fold on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's the thing. Not, and people were like, oh, Jay Prince this. I said, look, man, say what you want about Push, but when you listen to that Joe Budden interview, he did. That episode when they were playing them uh them recordings, when the dude was like, "Yeah, man, look, I can give you this info on on, on Push, but mm-hmm. I need enough money to move me and my whole family from from where we are because it's not, it's it's gonna get ugly yeah. if if I get if I tell y'all this stuff." Yeah. So it's like that lets you know right there what like outside of rap what his pedigree is, and everybody knows outside of the music business what Jay Prince's is. So you're gonna get two teams of people like you said they're not gonna fold on that, but. Mm-hmm. It's like Jay Prince just he's he's not folding on anything. Like he once he says it, he's gonna stand on it. So with this situation, it's like he's saying basically I'm not letting myself or Carl be taken advantage of.
0: Real quick sidebar, did you see the Anthony Gonzalez Jr. uh interview? Uh uh-uh. uh. You know who he is? Mm-mm.
1: Um basically, uh you remember clips uh Hey man oh, He's supposed to be a manager. Like, that manager. Yeah. I didn't see it. I saw I saw it, I didn't watch it. So you know who he is. Right
0: um apparently he's saying now after all this time and i think that's the nigga that went to jail it is and i think that's the nigga that the song uh, sorry nigga well definitely doorman but sorry nigga i'm trying to come home i believe has something to do with him too
1: oh see i didn't know that like i knew yeah. doorman if yeah. the good die young then the greats go to jail yeah. i miss my tone he hope you snitches burn to hell yeah. like so that's my shit and then all of a sudden he's home and he's like, oh, he was. He never sold drugs. They yeah. they're talking about my life. That's real suspect. Yeah, funny. like that's real got, and that's why I didn't I didn't read it because like when I when all of that so I didn't watch it because when that case first happened, I was like, well, what if he's taking the fall for the shit that they're doing?
0: That's what I thought it was. And I'm
1: like, because you got to remember, there was like when clips went through that whole time. They went through a long time period where they didn't put. A major label album out because mm-hmm. they had label issues, mm-hmm. and like, what what was some? I ain't spent one rap dollar in three years, holler. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, keys open doors. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like. They, somebody joked about Wale. They're like, "Yo, Wale don't put albums out, and this motherfucker walks around in ten thousand dollar outfits. Mm-hmm. Something don't add up." Yeah. Same shit with Pusha T in them. Like, yeah. you got in that time, that's when Pusha T became like one of the fashion icons of the rap game. Right. He wasn't even putting shit out. Again, so, I knew
0: what time it was when they had the nigga in the video? Well, first of all, they were one of the first niggas to have a like a jet in their fucking video, like real time. And hey. um, and you knew it was legit because they only showed it for like. Ten seconds, but it's a, uh it's the Me Too video, and it's the nigga with the fucking um the nigga is on the ski mask and he's just
1: pulling out hundreds for days, yo. Like that shit was Same with days. the Doorman video. It was a lot of niggas' faces in that video. Yeah, bro. Like you not like, I don't know, that's the type of shit. It's like you you certain shit when you get it gets to the point where you blind niggas' faces out in videos. Yeah. Like you know what's up. it's it's some different shit going on. Not because you
0: mentioned the fucking Exodus video. Like, which is the realest video. These niggas had
1: Pee Wee Kirkland in their very first video. In their first video. Yeah. The very first, like, and even, like, Tax, you got to remember, Tax Stone ran around with Pee Wee Kirkland. Mm-hmm. So he, I, I remember on the Pee Wee Kirkland episode, he was like, yo, I remember going down to Virginia and meeting Pusha T&M back for the grinding video with Pee Wee. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I remember us going down there with the furs on and they all had furs and shit, too. Like, so it's like, yo, that's a different so it's, just, it's certain people we'll like that when you realize they, they they fuck with you and co-sign you it's a different it's different type of stamps right yeah. and that, a Pee Wee Kirkland stamp is like that's
0: different let's tie this Meg Thee Stallion shit up bottom line you signed the fucking washed yeah. ass deal you got
1: 360 by by an right, indie label, indie label.
0: <laughs> it's that simple so shout out to Meg Thee Stallion I hope you're uh album rollout is successful
1: like i saw it this morning i'm not like i've never i didn't listen to the whatever that project she put out last summer was mm-hmm. i didn't listen to that meaning I'm. Um, i'm
0: not really a fan yeah my wife um listened to it this morning dropping off kids at school i think it's nine tracks she said she liked two of them
1: i'm not a fan yeah. and then like my one of my bros man fell victim to hot girl summer last year so oh that's terrible man like rest in peace
0: <laughs> <laughs> right so, but this whole situation kind of goes into our next segment, which is going to be a, a consistent segment on Fact Check Podcast, and that is the plant check, nigga. Right, and man. if you're asking me at this point, I would definitely say Meg Thee Stallion is a fucking plant. It sucks, but... like you, All the facts are there. Like you said, you
1: heard the name before you heard any music. Because you know what song, first song I heard her on was Pole Dancer. I don't even. By know, Wale, there's yeah. a song Wale okay. put out, and I know Wale is like in tune To people that are coming up and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it still seemed, I was like, all right, mm-hmm. she can rap, like, but still didn't hear anything else. And then, yeah. the, then it's like, it's almost like the stuff that they're sampling and shit like that is the type of shit that yeah, you bro. Don't you, believe, don't, you, you don't
0: get that big old freak sample without some paper, yo. Real the Albie so, Shore joint, yeah. You don't get you that feel one what I'm saying, fucking paper. And
1: then the the new joint got the the Boozy Collins sample on it, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, good point. That like, so somebody's putting up a lot, a lot of bread mm. for your just for your production, because right. at the end of the day, you're either gonna lose all that publishing on that, or you're taking like. 20% max on that song.
0: It's wild that you've uh, put it that way because now that I think about it, her run is very similar to the Babies, and I'm not insinuating that the baby is a plant, although there is kind of evidence that supports yeah. that. But I always looked at it like, which a lot of people don't realize, he signed to Interscope. So he has major label money behind him. Right. And a lot of the shit they were doing were very similar. And I'm like, how the fuck is Meg doing this? She don't have, like 300 got money.
1: But, but 300 ain't been the same since Leo
0: left. I didn't know he wasn't there anymore.
1: Leo runs the, He's doing the YouTube, YouTube music shit. He's not at 300 now? no okay. more. It's so Kevin now? It's, just, it's Kev now. And they, and they they do fucked up. Like I'm not even... I think 300 is trash. Like... like that. I really think Outside they of... Up, you um, gotta think. They had Migos. Right. Like, that was probably their biggest act. Mm-hmm. Like, they still got Thug. And I think they fucked his career up. Like, and I can't even say... That to an extent, I think him running around with Leo, like, had him when Leo was still. I think Leo leaving mm-hmm. was a big part of that because Leo was always with Doug. Like, mm-hmm. before you remember, he they did a whole like yeah. couple press runs where Leo was like right there with him because and, the nigga didn't do interviews. Like, Leo not, was like, nah, this can work. Let me show you how to do this, real quick. right. And it's like a lot of people don't <laughs> like Leo, but. Fuck what they no, think. I'm like, Leo's good. a fucking genius. No. Like, you feel me? Even you cannot like the 360, but he created some shit in the town where labels weren't making money to help them make a little bit of money. It's his gon-
0: fucking job. People need but, to take their personal feelings outside but, of shit,
1: man. And it's like, 300's got a couple artists out, like, a couple. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if they were somewhere else, I feel like they'd be bigger. They got Thug, they got Gunner, and they got T-Grizzly. You well, feel what I'm saying? Gunna and
0: Thug is, like... That's off the shrimp of thug, right? right? That's like I, I think he signed. He Dunham's signed through us, thug. So. Yeah, so know. it's like
1: they got T Grizzly. Yeah, T Grizzly, been, been, been that's and that's came um, out the gate. Detroit, right? Right, and it's like I feel like T Grizzly's a fucking. If he was anywhere else, if he if he had like a. Like, maybe an epic with L.A. Reid and them behind him, or mm. maybe even like Atlantic with fucking Mike Kaiser behind him and mm. all of them behind him. His career would probably been a different place. I had no
0: idea Young was a fucking executive. Yeah. I had no At Atlantic, fucking clue. I it's had like no yo, idea he changed his name. Hitmaker. I you had know no fucking fucking yeah.
1: clue. He can't be Young Berg. You can't be going to them offices knowing it like being Young Berg when yeah. Mano slapped the shit out you mm. and fucking. uh. It's my man's name out Detroit. Oh, my God. Trick, trick. Trick, trick. Got your chain took and shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Put you on the no-fly list. Like, wow. you got to change the image. And I like what he did for himself as far as his career. but Yeah, I he's, can't knock it. But, he's, uh, yeah. He runs with, uh what's his name? Mike Cairn, real heavy. Okay. And, like, Mike Cairn's fucking formula, he's supposed to have, like, a formula where he just has this big-ass book. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how Bird comes up with all them 90s flips. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be this big ass book That Mike Cairn has of songs And we're like we're just gonna sample this Let's flip this They go find you know, like all these sense. hip records mm-hmm. And they're like let's flip this yeah, Let's yeah. flip this Which I mean, is kinda like Trash Cause it's like it, That's you think, definitely trash But You're you trying to be, be like shit. Puff in the 90s Yeah, yeah. Like but Puff
0: I think shit. the puff shit was more
1: organic though it's Exactly So it makes the shit Like A little different Like I heard uh, I was listening to Couple of Tory Lane's mixtapes and shit. Mm-hmm. And he does kind of the same shit. You feel what I'm saying? Flips like tapes? the old, yeah, flips the old joints. And I was sitting there the other night like, damn, Tory let, uh, Tory let Berg and him run off with his sound. You feel what I'm saying? Like, for real. Like, Berg and him took his sound and kind of just, and they've got joints together. You feel what I'm saying? But they're mm-hmm. not the, that, that, but it's just, hey. You think Meg is a plant? Yeah,
0: well, you brought another plant to my attention, and that is D-smoke. this nigga D Smoke. Hey, Upon man. further review, he's definitely a fucking plant.
1: You know? Hey man,
0: um, I didn't know he was Serge's brother. Like
1: your brother signed the top dog. Like come the fuck on. And man. if you
0: you watched the uh, Netflix show, I didn't. Okay, if you watch that show, especially in hindsight with knowledge that this nigga could be a plant, that shit was
1: rigged for him to win because it's like you can't be new and super polished. Like right. I tell people like I've been rapping since I was 11. I'm 31. Yeah. So my shit might sound a little polished, but that's 20 years of right. trying to make the shit sound the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. So for nobody have heard of you before like real crazy and you come out you're super polished. You you bring wild out to the ring like all this kind of shit. Like typical plant behavior. Yo. You just came out. Yeah, yo, who is this? You man? just I, won the I Netflix don't really show. I like his music either. I've never heard it. I just kept seeing the name. It, it was like, like D, smoke, D Smoke, D spec- Smoke.
0: The nigga's a substitute teacher apparently, and that's suspect enough. But um, like you intro- a substitute
1: teacher, but you was right You got writing credits. <laughs> You've been nominated for Grammys and shit. Right, right. right. Like your mom used to sing Back up for like Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston. Oh, shit. Your brother signed a TDE. Yeah, yeah. Like. Come on, yeah,
0: man. That show is definitely for that nigga to win, so. so, shout out to D Smoke, Plant, Shrub Ass. Um, now, I want to ask you a, a hard question. Now. Well, first, you said uh, Ross Ross got a new single?
1: It's a DJ drama single. Okay. It's Ross and West Side Gun. Get the fuck out it's of here. It's called 350.
0: I thought you meant to type in Gun. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: it's
0: uh, West Side Gun and Ross. The, the gun rap on it yeah was it
1: i like it because it's not it's not a typical griselda type beat yeah. it's more of like a like a rose beat right but gun fits on it for it to sound like a now 2020 type of beat mm-hmm. and gun to just fit on it with and not have to change the flow yeah i was like all right so you could give him a trap beat and he like Still no, float on
0: it. Is, I think he can float on that, and that's and that's the, and that's the he thing. Just don't want to. And
1: I'm like, right, because he floated on the shit. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I like when Ross raps. I like Ross a little. Like, he's a damn good rapper. Like, he put them words together. Like, but Gun killed him on that shit.
0: Do you feel like Ross is overrated?
1: Nah, I feel like I don't know what it is about Ross, but people are never gonna give him. He's just do like Ross, like uh, put all the outside of music shit beside off it. Of just music, mm-hmm. he's a damn good artist.
0: I would argue that because I feel like he is overrated, and I feel like he gets more acclaim than he really deserves, bro. Now you say he's a very dope artist, okay? Like
1: Teflon Don was a fucking damn near flawless project. Are you
0: familiar with his cat, his entire
1: catalog? Hey. Not all of his albums are super great, but... This
0: is my thing with Ross. All right, so I was looking for a song the other day, and this is what made me come to this topic. Unbeknownst to me, I'm looking for John. Okay?
1: That's considered a Lil Wayne song. It's a
0: Lil Wayne song, but that's the song I was looking for. And at the time, I'm under the assumption it's a Ross song, because I remember it for certain parts of the song. Because
1: it's, um, it's basically like a remix to I'm Not A Star.
0: Right. That's what I didn't know. So... When I search for it, I search for I'm not a star because that's what I remember from the song. And I couldn't remember the actual name of the song. So I'm looking at whatever CD that's on. Teflon Don. Okay. You say that's a damn near flawless project? It is. I beg to differ, nigga. I'm looking at those fucking tracks and I'm like, damn, this shit was trash for real. Then I went to another raw CD. Yeah, I'm
1: not a star.
0: I think the one... I don't think BMF is on that, right?
1: BMF is on Teflon Okay, now.
0: okay. Hold Me Back is on the next one. Yeah. All right. So, I'm like, nah, I want to hear Hold Me Back now. So, I look up
1: Hold Me Back.
0: I'm looking at that... That was on God, God
1: Forgives and I Don't, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. I'm looking at
0: that whole project. I'm like, damn, this shit kind of trash for
1: real. But I got... Yeah. It's a couple of... Go- I got like, to... Like, Ross has down. some hit or miss projects. But I'll say Teflon done, Mastermind... Um, it's one more. What's the one that came out? Not Port of Miami two, mm-hmm. the Rather You Than Me, the one where he had the Birdman joint on there. Yeah, that was that album was hard. Right.
0: This is another reason why I say he's overrated. His fucking album sales suck. Okay, and we're going off a of pure album sales. Here. Oh yeah, right. and there will be a dis- there will be a, a serious drop off once the streaming age comes in alright so we'll just call that 2013 alright alright so here we go first album released in 2006 Port of Miami okay mm-hmm. Port of Miami does 750,000 that's very awesome okay
1: for debut yeah yeah
0: Great. Trilla comes out in 2008 two years later does 645,000. That's still s- really, really good. Um, deeper than rap. The next year. 434,000. Okay. Teflon Don. Which is your blicky. Jumps back up to 724,000. Alright. Now after that. Here's where shit gets a little weird. God forgives I don't. Comes out in 2012. Alright. That does five hundred and sixty five thousand. Pretty good. So now we're starting to get into the super streaming area. That would be mastermind in two thousand fourteen. That does three three hundred and ninety seven thousand. Okay. Hood Billionaire. Wow, oh, that was a joint. Two thousand fourteen.
1: hundred and ninety thousand. See Hood Billionaire, I tell people with that album, that was that's like a specific, you got, that's, that's, that album one for everybody. Cause it was almost like, he was like, all right, yo, everybody's doing all this trap shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. And he did a whole, I think that's really what that was. It's like, all right, I, could, I know y'all like me over this smooth, more like built up live sounding music, but let me give you an album all trap shit. Like that's what her billionaire almost was. It's like, yo, look, I can still talk that, that trap shit too, but. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a Ross fan, like Black Market. I think you have Ross by it, show. Because I'm looking at the track list, yo. He has
0: songs with fucking K. Michelle and fucking R. Kelly on here, bro.
1: Um, uh, Is this the track album? (laughs) Alright, them two joints. Moving bass was trash. I will say that for him and him and Hov. I like Black Market. Okay, so let's go to Black Market.
0: 2015. 75,000. Shit. All right? Rather than you and me 2017 156,000. That was a damn good album. And then we get to Port of Miami 2, which I know just came out recently, but at this at this time of recording, he's at
1: 25,000 now. Man, Port of Miami 2 wasn't I said looking on here, there's only Really, a couple of joints. Big time with him and Swiss. That's like you can't lose with it. Just Blaze fucking mm-hmm. beat and Swiss beats talking all on the hook. Mm-hmm. I like Maybach Music 4, even though they took Push Off. And we're talking about Port of Miami, too, now, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I like Maybach Music 4 was good, even though you took Push Off. That that was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But And I like the Gold Roses joint. Cause even though Drake is on there and killing that shit, I feel like Ross put him together on that song. Mm-hmm. Them, like you can't like that's one of them things about Ross. I I feel like he's a better. You know how we were talking about some guys like you don't even want to hear albums from, you just want him rap. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of them guys where it's like, I just want fuck making albums, just put songs out where you rapping. Well, the numbers would definitely agree with that. Statement. Stop trying to stop trying. Don't don't keep trying to make these because Ross, like is Ross one of them? Uh, he really doesn't have to put music out no more. He's doing it just because. He doesn't need the money. He owns all these franchises and shit.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about I feel some like... of his ventures. Let's talk about Maybach Music, all right? Three compilations on Maybach Music, which is basically everything is going off of Ross's star power. So it should be a testament to his star power, all right? Self-made volume 1 comes out in 2011, does 230000 Self Made Two comes out in 2012, does 133,000. Self Made Three came out in
1: 2013, 74,000. See, I think when those albums came out, like I remember Self Made One and Two, those were around them times where people. You had some people still going to the store to buy CDs, mm-hmm. but then everybody I know was downloading fucking music online. We weren't buying music, okay. So that was like. I know. I remember that. Like, my I remember my boy going to the store and buying self made too. And I was like, yo, I got that shit on my phone already.
0: I'm with you. I agree with you that bootlegging greatly impacts shit. But here's my thing, y'all. People tout Ross to be a top tier MC. I just don't see it. I think Ross is the classic case of niggas fucking with somebody, and other demos not.
1: Yeah. You feel me? It's like outside of the rap game, he's not. He, no one gives a fuck. He's not. It's rap. clear. If you're yeah. not a, like a rap fan yeah. and want to hear just like. Because like, I don't know what it is about Ross. He just paints a real nice picture. When, like when he's rapping, it's like. You, you'd be like, damn, yo, know, you said this, this. is some like some. I might not even be listening. Be, this shit sounds too rich for me hmm. sometimes. You'd be like. And I think that's what the drill back from to some people is like. Ross will make you feel like, damn, yo, know, like. You're a brokey. I'm not living. Uh, right. I'm not living fuck are you talking about I'm. Yeah. they shooting coming to America 2 at your fucking house bro like oh word that's <laughs> <Imagine> banana <laughs> I did not know that at his fucking at the 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 Holyfield joint he bought like that's crazy you bought that shit like, I know exactly what joint you talking he's about he's got bro. like there's only one Holyfield joint so he has he's supposed to, like there was like the biggest private yeah private I remember when
0: Holyfield had that shit built
1: like niggas like, was Ross like built, Ross fuck? bought that shit from him like it's like
0: that's crazy I hope he owns that shit And he ain't paying mm-hmm. rent on that motherfucker So In in, uh, in closing with that Whole shit I think Ross is overrated You necessarily don't um, I can
1: see why you said it though Yeah bro Like you said You made after, a good point like, like back, Outside of rap Yeah Because you gotta think And I think it's almost like Ross makes a I guess as far as I look at it, the whole spectrum Like as an executive, he did what he was supposed to do. Like, he didn't, everybody didn't blow up and shoot off and like a rocket ship like they should have. But mm-hmm. like, Meek wouldn't be in that position that he's in. Meek would still be in the game somewhere heavy. But without that Ross push, we might not have seen Meek at this level. No, I definitely will not We, agree with we that. wouldn't have seen Wale at this level. I agree with that. Um,
0: and I don't even think they were necessarily artists that were supposed to be like you know superstars. Right. And but, shit, but he
1: made like he made meek a superstar. Like he he put him on the platform right. to be he, able to right. He gave a superstar. him he get right, yeah. and that's and that's one of the things I like about Russ. He a lot. You don't got a lot of them rappers who at the time like Russ really wasn't at the top of the game. Like he really wasn't at all the way where he should have been. As far as being an artist before going, all right, let me pull these guys up with.
0: That's me. a good point because he really didn't even get in his bag until after they were signed. That's a good point.
1: So it's like to take that time and be like, all right, let me pull these guys up with me. Mm. Like you gotta think like Starly, one of my favorite fucking rappers. Really, like I like Starly a lot. Listen to one um, Starly song. I didn't, really didn't even know how to say when he name. first started yeah. Maybach back music. It was Meek, Wale, Starly, and fucking Pill. I don't know if you ever heard of Pill. Yeah. I remember no, Pill. What about Rocky Fresh? Rocky Fresh, I think, came a little later. A little later. Okay. Like I know Volume Self made one it was It was just them four mm-hmm. with Ross. And I was like, damn, yo, this is like a real good fucking team. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ross got a, a team of guys who can really rap and who can also like appeal somewhat on the mainstream level. So he's got an eye for, he's got an eye for talent and he also has a fucking great ear for production. Which is nuts. His ear uh, for production yeah. is yeah. crazy. He's like, been very fortunate. They've for sure. always, they always. I've heard people say all the time, yo, Nas needs to let Ross pick his beats. No, I wouldn't want to. Hear that. Because there's a couple of Ross and Nas joints where I'm like, holy shit! Like, really? He, he's got this joint called One of Us. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. That joint, I was like, I, I guess it's the type because it's almost like Nas is stepping out of his mm-hmm. normal shit and he's still floating on that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and what's the other one? Um, oh, it's on. Because see, the thing is, Ross's best project isn't even an album. Are you going to say what I think it
0: is? Hold on. Let me look it up before you You know say what it. I'm about to say. Nah, if it's the one with Diddy all over that shit. Rich
1: Forever? Is that's that? what I think his best project is. Rich Forever is his best shit. And is that th- what it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The mixtape. Fuck your dreams, nigga. This is reality. Like That tape to this day. Like, I remember uh, when that shit came yeah. out. We listened to this shit for like two months straight. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the one.
0: That's the one. Yes, <laughs> yo. Yes, yes, yo. Triple fucking, Beam um, Dreams. That's the joint with him and Nas. Fucking Holy Ghost. Fucking. <sighs> new Bugatti. Um, yellow Diamonds. Um, um new, Bo- new
1: Bugatti, definitely. Um, the fuck them with... Uh, him and Two Chains and Wale. Yup. It had the Stay Scheming remix on that bitch. Regular stay Oh my god, stay Sh- scheming. Shout out to Chuck English on the production credit here. Yeah. On what was that uh what joint did Chuck produce? Uh on that? Uh was the Party jo- Heart. Yes. One with two chains. Two chains is on two joints. Oh, okay. He's That's on true. Party Heart, he's on fuck 'em. He's still the crib was alright too. Stay scheming. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, that's that's Drake's best verse. That MMG Untouchable be right. Yo, this is his best project. King of Diamonds, produced by Mike Will. Oh, yeah,
0: sweet. whatever season that shit came out, I bumped that shit in the car and I had the CD. I don't know. I probably got it from the bootleg spot, but I bumped that shit that whole season. Yeah. That
1: was a joint. Somebody go Briggs Bricks. Rich Forever with John's.
0: Oh, oh that, that shit's on there too?
1: With John Legend. Damn. <sighs> Yeah, and I think this was supposed it was supposed to be. That's the one. I he forgot was in what Africa. happened. Remember, you went to right.
0: Africa for all them months. Something
1: happened, and he he was just like, "Fuck it." Mm-hmm. I I don't know if it was like a label thing or what, but it just came out as a mixtape. Let me
0: look into that real quick. Let me see what year that came out, and I can probably tell you. Came that. out in Rich Forever is 2012 January. Made back in Def Jam. All right, so. Nah, he, he, yeah, he didn't switch over to Epic until Rather You Than Me. But it possibly could have been a, um, a label thing Because maybe hey, he was trying to fulfill his contract or something. I shit. was
1: making so much music at the time, it was going to be an album, but Def Jam wasn't ready to pull the trigger. That's basically what it was. It had to be clearances and shit. So that, because that, like, he's like, so I released it by myself. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was a big thing, too. He said he did four million. Fuck. He said, shit, I think I did four million the, two, the first two months it was out. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That is nuts. Like, let me see, because like, it'll tell you on that. Yo, this shit's got two million, two and a half million fucking streams on that pith. And 2.2 million downloads, and that's just on that piff, and that's on that piff. Yeah. So imagine how many more, like you said, you had the CD. Yeah. Like imagine how many, and you gotta think, like that piff will pay you for a a mixtape exclusive. And they was giving out, and especially uh if, like back then, they was giving motherfuckers fuckers like fifty, sixty thousand for a tape. Easy. So to take a quick to go, all right, y'all don't want to put this out. Let me go get fifty fifty Gs from them real quick, and let this shit rock over here. Yo, one of
0: my favorite Rose verses is the "Um, you don't even know it" remix. But um, speaking of that, yo, what the fuck ever happened to Rocco? Yo?
1: I don't think Rocco really wanted to be a rapper. I think he was just one of them dudes. Well, that's dudes clear. Because you gotta remember, like, I tell you, no Rocco, no future. Or uh, so that's how it goes.
0: And what's the other gun? Um, I just went uh 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 scooter.
1: Right. Like A1. It was A1 recordings. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it's it's almost like they was talking about that on, what was it Wednesday? On the pod, where they was talking about kind of the same shit that happened. That's kind of the same shit that happened with, uh, is happening with Meg. You think he got that settlement and was like, Pratt, like fuck, fuck it. this rap shit. For- right, because he already <laughs> had money. This guy already had, like, before he was a famous rapper, yeah. he's got two kids with Monica
0: that part. And he's relatively young, yo. He's only 40
1: now. Right. So, they've been doing all that. He gave us future. Like, yeah, future came up with the Dungeon Family and all of that shit, mm-hmm. but like and then what, what, what tape was that? That uh that the you don't even know was on. What tape was that? Oh, that that tape. Oh, I'm looking at it. Rocco. Well, he only has the... Um... That was the one with, like, the... Okay, here we go. Uh, gift, gift of the gab. gab. Yep. Yep. Was this is the first one. Is it this one? I don't, no, I don't get details. No, this is... Though. gift. It was Gift of Gab 2. It was the second one? Right. All right. Gift Gab 2, the, the, the Gangsta Girls. Like... That shit was banging. Right. Enough. that was one. 2000... That was, like, 2013.
0: 2013.
1: Mm. Like, that was another, like... I remember when that tape came out, like, yo, just riding around listening to that for a long time, like.
0: I'ma Do Me was a hit, too.
1: Right. And I remember at first when that shit came out, everybody thought it was Jeezy to the point where he, then he came out and had Jeezy on the remix.
0: Yeah. So, you think Take Off had the best Migos solo, yeah? Rap-wise, yeah. Are you a Migos fan? You don't take me for a Migos fan.
1: Old Migos...
0: Like, oh come on with that bullshit, nigga. nah. It's because all the it's same not, it's, it's not like That's what
1: it is, yo. Like when they was putting out, they no have label. better
0: production. That's it. It's all
1: the same shit. Because Leo, even when Leo Cohen he did an interview on the Breakfast Club and he's like, yo, they wanted to leave three hundred so bad. Yeah, he's like, but listen to he's like listen to the first Culture album. Mm-hmm. Is that a three hundred release?
0: Right, he's like, and the second one isn't. Right, oh, I can definitely. He's like, listen to the difference. Yeah, I could definitely. Like, because the
1: first one, it was like, damn, y'all got nothing but fire. Yeah, all the all of these could be on the radio. Yeah, every song could end up being a single on that. Mm -hmm. You could you could hear the fall off after that first one, and it's Mm -hmm. almost like because Leo didn't want like Leo's thing is don't we're not gonna put a whole bunch of shit out. Mm -hmm. If y'all want to be profitable, we're not gonna put a bunch of music out. And that's what happened. They put out the, they they overs like they oversaturated it, so. so it's like I don't really like when they put the solo projects out. I was like, man, this is a breath of fresh air to hear each of them doing their own shit. I still think they fucked that up too because they, they shouldn't have did it the way they did. They it. exactly it's like it was like it was almost like with Takeoff's joint. It wasn't even like QC was pushing it right super hard. They weren't like like they pushed, They it like they the only one they seemed like they really did push was offsets. Yeah. real hard went, Qua- they didn't even push Quavo's real hard yeah. like. so but rap wise yeah I think Offset had the best one like, you think Offset had the best one? no not Offset I'm sorry yeah, take, take off, off. Mm. but like numbers wise and like on the mainstream level it looked like Offset had the best one cause that's the one that they pushed cause that was the whole time where it was like Offset, Cardi, The Baby and it was still super underwhelming cause exactly. remember
0: the, the Red Room came out then they took it down like that shit was out hell, Like for hella long And then all of a sudden You couldn't find The shit no more And then um, That was like The only video I think um, What's the um, Clout That's his yeah. right Alright so you had clout But there was really No follow up to that you know? Wait, Let me see What
1: was on Takeoff's joint Takeoff's single Was jumping Was it the, that last Rocket joint Yeah, yeah. It was Produced by Monster Beats Man Jean LaFerre You feel was uh man I'm You free- got some joints Huh you got joints. Dude, jean LaFed, yeah. Monster Beats. Yeah, yeah, D-Lo Diamond and jean LaFed. Okay. Fucking, like, I remember when that shit first happened. Like, I seen that shit. was like, damn, yo. Nah, what was it? It, it, it was the last rock. It was the, what was the single. Let me see the track one. Was it Last Memory? Yeah. All right, yeah. That's the one the Monster Beats produced. Because I remember when it came out, I was like, oh, shit. They produced like currency's whole first album. Oh shit! This ain't a mixtape.
0: Okay.
1: You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I saw it, like I've always paid attention to them because of that. So when I saw it, I was like, oh shit! Monster beats and got the fucking. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all got the fucking takeoff single. Takeoff's yeah. been my favorite Amigo ever since they did um. That wine, uh, that wife and Lucie shit. Keys to the street. I think my verse was um.
0: Which one am I in today? I don't know. Put them all on. Which chain should I put on? Put them all on. These niggas be stealing my fuck. whoever, whatever you with, we wit. Uh,
1: whatever you, with. yeah, that was my shit. He I come just, on
0: that shit, slamming.
1: I just remember on Keys to the Street, he's on there, Him in trouble. I don't know why I fuck with trouble. I, feel, I love trouble. Like they go, they go back them. and forth on that third verse, mm. and that's when I was like, all right, nah. I had to check that out. Like. Cause he like then he say something he be like yo school he like what's up take off he be like man go ahead take off and then take off just come back going again they like the back and I was like yo for these for them two the thing of like it's a lot of motherfuckers down south that can rap but when mm-hmm. some motherfuckers get to going back and forth yeah. like two for two four for four yeah. that's when I would be like all right this motherfucker can really rap you remember uh, Thief in the Night the Thug and Trouble shit yes I had never heard of my shit favorite like that one of my favorite like, I was like that that was stuff. one I think it was that tape what was that Slime season two. I think it's that, three. Was that three? I think so. The
0: puppet. Nah. The puppet. No, that's cover. two. That's two. Yeah. Okay. Cause three is no. You're right. Cause three is on streaming. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cause yeah. it was like around when when I when I first started listening to the slime seasons. That's when I was like, all right, Thug's a fucking problem. He's gonna be around for a while. I
0: was hit with uh, I think it was the proper um, the proper Rich Gang tape, like the one that starts with Adventure. Right. Yeah. When I heard when
1: I heard like. Because I remember my uncle gave me this fucking phone. He mm-hmm. gave me his old Galaxy phone. He had all this music loaded up on it. Slime Season was on there. Mm-hmm. And I never really listened to Thug. He had that 1017 Thug on there. Mm-hmm. Like, and I listened to them shits, and I was like, yeah, he's going to be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I fuck with Thug Harry. You got your five songs? Yeah. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Check them out, nigga. For the past week. So what I'm going to do is, um, and if you're willing to, I'm gonna need you to. Well, I got title too. I can put it on title. Never mind. I'll just do it myself. But what I'm gonna do is start making um, our top ten playlist on, and put uh, it on the yeah Spotify and the title, and we'll just link it up like that. And then every time we drop an app, we'll drop a playlist with it too. Cause I was gonna do it like put it on um, on the wave, yeah. but it'd just be too much. Like I would have to look up extra, all the fucking yeah. songs, download yeah. them, convert them. Put it in the studio program. You know what I mean? Like, right. fuck all that noise. So, um, yeah, we on Fact Check Fridays, we're going to start doing our um, top ten each week. And you can definitely have holdovers from, like, week to week if you want to. I think this shit will be interesting. And then, like, at the end of the year, we can, you know, do some metrics on it and do some tabulations. So, um, my five I got this week is fucking uh, 2 chains, No TV, Royce the 5-9, and Conway FUBU. Royce the five nine <laughs> <laughs> and Benny uh, upside down, um Lil Baby and Lil' Uzi commercial and um the RMR rascal shit, yeah. Uh, uh, so and uh honorable mention to Billy Eilish with the No Time to Die, the James Bond theme song. And I hate this bitch, but that shit's
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I gotta go check it out. Last, I remember when Skyfall came out. My boy sent me that the Adele joint. Yeah. And when I flipped it, it so I got I got a whole joint that I sampled. Yeah, me too. And it's like I, my boy still was like, yo, you haven't finished it. It ain't done. (laughs) so I got the DJ Drama joint, three fifty with Ross, and Westside Gun. Okay. Joint is fire. I don't know why. Like I like the beat. I like the way West Side Gunner is on there. Like, Ross's verse is cool. It's mm-hmm. Ross. It's, he's, he's not like it's going to be trash. Mm-hmm. So, but West Side is just, he kills that shit. All right. I got, uh my mad designer got a new joint. I don't know why. I'm a fan of designer. Designer, so You got some designer on that shit? It's called Diva. Shit just came out today. I was up this morning listening to it. Okay. I was like, all right. Um, My man, Lil Uzi. He, have you heard the joint? The... Uh, the that way joint? No. When he sent was no. the Backstreet Boys. No. I wanted that way. Oh shit. I like that shit. I got uh Jada Kiss and Two Chains off that Ignatius album, Angels Get Pedicured. I was very disappointed by um the Jada and Pusha T song. I haven't even listened to the whole album Damn. yet. But I listened to that Angels Get Pedicured. Yeah, that song name I looked at that I was like That shit got and me And listening hard. And I watched The Jada Kiss He was on Everyday Struggle mm-hmm. And he was actually Talking about like Cause Ignatius Was his, like his manager's name His man Ice Pick Yeah That was his Ignatius was his real name mm-hmm. So that's what the album Is like for him mm-hmm. So he went and got Certain features that He wanted like The push a T feature He was like Only reason I got that I did that Is cause Ice Pick Really wanted that To happen before he died mm-hmm. Like same with The Chains feature Okay the Ty Dollar Sign feature I think he said And the John Legend feature gotcha. So like As soon as I heard He had a Chains feature I was like alright Because Chains is one of them ones Yeah he does a lot of He's real fun with it mm-hmm. That's a rapping motherfucker though Yeah Like when you give him Like certain Like I'm still surprised Him and West Side Gun Don't gotta shit Throw shit together yet mm-hmm. Because that's gonna be If that is it, I'm sure that's somewhere If it's not out If, yeah. if it's not it's, if It if might it's not be out But it's done Because Like he, that's the kind of shit two chains we want to rap over. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of shit? Yeah. So, like, I, I was real curious to hear him and Kiss, and then um, I don't know if you fuck with the dude Rod Wave, he got this joint called Thief in the Night. Okay, Rod Wave, I'm not familiar. Rod Wave is like, he sings, mm-hmm. but it's not like no, he's not auto tuning that shit, none of that, and it's like, it's like a lot. You hear he's got a lot of pain behind that shit. Okay. Like when you he's talking like a lot of the trap shit, but he's singing that shit. Yeah. And it's like you just hear it's a lot of pain behind that shit. Gotcha. So, All right. So we got fucking
0: designer diva, drama Westside Gun and Ross. What's the name of that shit? Three fifty. Three fifty. Uh, Lil Uzi that way. Jaden two. Jaden two chains. Uh, angels get pedicures. Yeah. And Rod Wave Thief, Thief in, the in the night, night. Yep. and then, two chains no TV. Royce Fubu, Royce Upside Down, um, Lil Baby and Uzi Commercial, and the RMR Rascal joint. So that's going to be our top 10 this week, and you can check that out on Spotify and Tidal. It'll be um, streaming before the show. So that's what we're going to do. All right. I'll upload the streamers while I'm um, editing the apps because I'm dropping this today. Like, as soon as you dip, I'm... Like, I don't feel like, I I really don't have to do any cleanup on this. It was a really good episode. Yeah. I think it works real better when we have the format we just had. I really like that. Yeah, we uh, got to keep it. I was sitting there last night when you sent it. I was like, "Eh." Because the plant check is awesome. And then we, of course, we're going to fact check something every week. And then we can just build around that. Probably do Hot Topic at the beginning. And then the last two, we can just fuck around with so, yeah, good at my neck Definitely appreciate you coming through. Fact Check yeah, Podcast. This will be episode seven, I believe. You got three more before we start this Patreon. and y'all yeah, You yeah. gotta pay for this shit, nigga. Holla at us, man. What's your Instagram? 410 Fonzie, Twitter, 410 Fonzie. Holla at me. All right, and mine is Baltimore Bucho. We out this bitch. Catch y'all next Going through week.
1: through the streets like a lad, like, like a lad. Like young freak's on my mattress. with
0: that girl with me, she the baddest. If he go against me, he
1: the status. All these girls fucking for the status. I see the game for what it is, you see it backwards. I run through that girl first, you get a after. I'm a real nigga, girl, I ain't no rapper. Oh, really, I'm trying to say I ain't like these rappers. Just know that shit you put in, now they come back at you. Got a small college chick, we put that dough together. If she eat a veggie, she gon' live forever I'm floating through the streets like Aladdin I don't see nobody, I think I need glasses Different whips like them slave masses Nigga try to hang me, I'm a bachelor, I'm a bachelor Floatin' through the streets like Aladdin